It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, I tell you what, Rich, it's good to be back in the studio with you. And uh, now, last week, I don't know, but a lot of the people, they, they called in and they wrote in and said, well, are you feeling better? Are you sick? And on and on and on. I was just tired. You know, when you get really old, you have a right to get really weary. That's right. That's right. It's gl- we're glad to have you back, too. <laughs> Welcome well, back to the studio, Dad. I'm glad to be back. You know, the funny thing is that kind of set me in motion uh, with a lot of things. So I'm going to talk to our entire audience, and I'm certainly going to include elderly people mm-hmm. who know exactly what I'm talking about when you just plain get tired. And people don't understand that always. People start, they start thinking differently. So I'm gonna start this program off with one of my favorite songs by Jake Hess called I Just Love Old People. Here it is. Now some folks are preoccupied with looking young and trim. And I can still remember when I was just like them. But time has shown it's what's inside your heart that really counts. And not how many store-bought teeth you have inside your mouth. Well, I just love old people. Yeah, I do. I just love old people How about you? With silver traces in their hair There's so much wisdom they can share I know of none that can compare With old people My joints may not be perfect My walking may be slow And it may take me three attempts when I get up to go. But when it comes to serving God, I still have much to give. Like teaching all these younger folks how great it is to live. Well, I just love old people. Yeah, I do. I just love old people How about you? With silver traces in their hair There's so much wisdom they can share I know of none that can compare With old people So when you're old and turning gray I hope that you hear someone say I just love old people. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, the older you get, the more you understand exactly what the lyrics of that song mean. Right, right. Well, we're glad you're back in the studio with us this week. Uh, and so I just want to take this all up now, this whole subject. We have a real feature in the program as we go along. But uh, while we're on the subject, if children are taught 
You know, Rich, I remember very well in grade school, standing in a classroom in a public school in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Actually, it was Robbinsdale, a suburb, and standing up and saluting the flag every morning. We would salute the flag, and we were taught to behave ourselves. We were taught that we were the students, and they were the teachers, and the parents and the teachers certainly uh, were not mixed up as who the children belonged to. My, 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 look at how far we've come from that. Isn't that amazing? Oh, yes, it is amazing, <laughs> and it's very, very evident. That's why so many people now are homeschooling or Christian school, and there's a tremendous uh, exodus from a lot of the public school systems. Well, just now, people are starting to wake up and realize that children are being taken away from them. Uh, here is something that an old grandpa, an old grandpa had to share with his wisdom with some children. Listen to this. Grandpa, tell me about the good old days. Sometimes it feels like this world's gone crazy. And Grandpa, take me back to yesterday when the line between right and wrong didn't seem so hazy. Did lovers really fall in love to stay and stand beside each other? Come what may, is a promise really so? Not just something they would say Did families really bow their heads to pray Did daddies really never go away Oh, oh, Grandpa Tell me about the good old days huh. mm. You know, that song means all the more to me when I read in the news and saw in the news that Vanderbilt University in Tennessee, can you imagine, is mutilating the, the bodies of children in this transgender business to do surgery on a child 13, 14, 15 years old to uh, mutilate them. There's no other way you can describe it. And... Uh, what this news story said, the reason they're doing it is because it's good for their budget. Oh. My word, you talk about the good old days, not that they were all good. Everybody knows that. Well, common sense is not as common yeah. as it used to be. That's but we're for not sure. making progress. Uh, Connie Hall, Connie Hall sings a beautiful song. It kind of was the way I felt this morning. Because I thought as long as God gives me a voice and as long as I feel the urgency to talk and to say something, well, then I'm going to just keep keep kind of going on and see how it all works out. And maybe my weariness and my tiredness, I know I appreciate my cane and the other help that is provided when you get older. But Connie Hall sang this song. And I think people will appreciate it. Here it is. If I walk in the pathway of duty, 
by work till the close of the day. I shall see the great king in his beauty when I've gone the last mile of the way. When I've gone the last mile of the way, I will rest at the close of the day. I know there are joys that await me when I've gone the last mile away. Rich, do you remember a few weeks ago on this program, I said I had I had heard that the most the two most important days in anybody's life are number one, the day they were born. And number two, the day they found out why. Wouldn't it be a shame to live your whole life not knowing exactly why you were born and to do what? And to know why, you must know the Creator. I remember when you were a young teenager, very young as a matter of fact, and I asked you what you wanted to do with your life. I didn't think necessarily you wanted to follow in Christian radio or something, what did you want to do? And you answered me that God had really put a call on your life even then, what you want to do, and you're doing it. Are mm. you enjoying it? Oh, absolutely. I love, I love being involved in the proclamation of the gospel through technology. This is yeah. just a wonderful calling, and I thank the Lord to be involved in it. Yeah. Well, I thank the Lord that he called you to be involved in it. Now, Franklin Graham is the son of his father. We all know that. And Billy Graham, God gave him a ministry to the whole world. There was no one like Billy Graham, but he had a son, Franklin Graham. And Franklin Graham is the man, in my opinion, for this moment in time, for this day when everything is tore up and nothing seems the way it's supposed to be. Listen to this. Hello, I'm Franklin Graham. The world is changing so quickly. Inflation, gas prices, food prices, the war in Europe, what used to be considered wrong is now celebrated as good, and what used to be good is now condemned as wrong. But I can tell you what doesn't change, God and His Word. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In God's Word, He tells us that He loves us. He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, from heaven to this earth to take our sins by dying and shedding His blood on a cross. And on the third day, God raised Him to life. If you're willing to repent, turn from your sins, and believe by faith on the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will be saved. If you've never asked Jesus Christ to forgive you for your sins and come into your heart, you can do that right now. Just pray this prayer with me. Just say, God, I'm a sinner. I'm sorry. Forgive me. I believe Jesus is your son. I want to trust him as my savior and follow him as my Lord. If you prayed that prayer, God bless you. Isn't that, isn't that beautiful? I would encourage everybody that hasn't done that to pray that prayer and uh, trust Jesus as your savior. And you see Franklin Graham so much like his father in so many ways, but the time is different. And the culture in America is very, very different. And Franklin Graham, however, never backs up he never backs down. 
He says it like he believes it, like the Bible tells it. And he's right there in the battle every inch of the way with what we're facing today. Now let's get down to this, Rich. Uh, your mother was born 88 years ago, September 26, 1934, in Denver, Colorado. Her father was a little preacher there in Denver. And your mother was the youngest of six children. Six children, almost certainly the most of them were five years apart. Some were a little shorter than that. I think her next sister's three years apart. But Shirley was the youngest uh, of six children. Now there was one child that died at childbirth. This is in the 1930s, folks, and uh, had an exposed spine. And that little child is buried right now in a cemetery in Kansas. Mm -hmm. Woodston, Kansas. So anyway, little Shirley, little Shirley Patterson uh, was born. And she was born at home. 88 years ago. I know that's what I'm going to tell them. She was born at home. Matter of fact, all of her siblings, her mother's children, were born at home. Partially, I think, because it was quite common then. And besides that, being pregnant and delivering a child is not an illness, is not sick, is not sickness, it's, a, it's what happens. So you do have somebody there to help you, somebody there to care for you, somebody who knows what they're doing. So uh, on, on Monday uh, will be her 88th birthday. Hmm. Now, I'll be 89 the following month. That's right. October 22nd. But my word, I just want to thank God for the day that Shirley Patterson was born 88 years ago. And you know what, Dad? That was in the Great Depression, too. You, oh, you better believe it. You better believe it. And there was no government subsidy for anything then either. But I'll tell you what. God knew what he was doing because she has been such a blessing to my life. And uh, and mine, too. I should say so. <laughs> All right, folks, listen to this for Shirley. For Shirley Patterson bought on her birthday, 88 years. Here it is. Happy birthday, my darling, and many, many more. Another year has passed. I love you even more Your eyes I love to see Your hands I love to touch Your lips I love to kiss I love you oh so very much Tomorrow starts a new year And memories could not wait I want to say I love you Ivy, happy birthday. Where did you find that one? <laughs> well, you got to go deep into the opera. You archives. have a wonderful <laughs> repertoire of music in but, your you personal know, private collection. When I came across that, it just, it just seemed to say what I felt. Uh, Shirley has been right by my side, raising our children and helping 
uh, get bought radio network started and even before then doing everything she could to be an encouragement to be a help to be a positive force in my life and uh, and she loves the lord i'll tell you and uh, anyway god bless shirley shirley patterson bought for for the birth that she's celebrating right now now you know rich happy birthday mom uh, here's something that I want the listeners to think about because you can learn something from an old codger like I am or from someone who seemed to come from nowhere even as a third grade dropout. And listen to this because this is what um, was learned from a third grade dropout. Listen to this, folks. Uh, a country mother quoting Henry Ford, saying, if you think you can or if you think you can't, you're right. I learned that from a third grade drop. Simple lessons. Lessons like these. Son, you'd rather be an hour early than a minute late. We never knew what time it was at my house because the clocks were always ahead. My mother said for nearly 30 years, my father left the house at 345 in the morning. One day she asked him, why, Daddy? He said, maybe one of my boys will catch me in the act of excellence. I want to share two things with you. Aristotle said, you are what you repeatedly do. Therefore, excellence ought to be a habit, not an act. Don't ever forget that. I know you're tough, but always remember to be kind. Always. Don't ever forget that. Never embarrass Mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If Mama ain't happy... Ain't nobody happy. If daddy ain't happy, don't nobody care. But, you know, I tell you. Next lesson. Lesson from a cook over there in the galley. Son, make sure your servant's towel is bigger than your ego. Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. Y- y'all might have a relative in mind you want to send that to. Let me say it again. Ego is the anesthesia that deadens the pain of stupidity. Pride is the burden of a foolish person. John Wooden coached basketball at UCLA for a living, but his calling was to impact people. And with all those national championships, guess what he was found doing in the middle of the week? Going into the cupboard, grabbing a broom, and sweeping his own gym floor. You want to make an impact? Find your broom. Every day of your life, you find your broom. You grow your influence that way. That way you're attracting people so that you can impact them. Final lesson. Son, if you're going to do a job, do it right. I've always been told how average I can be. Always been criticized about being average. But I want to tell you something. I stand here before you, before all of these people, not listening to those words. But telling myself every single day to shoot for the stars, to be the best that I can be. Good enough isn't good enough if it can be better. And better isn't good enough if it can be best. Let me close with a very personal story that I think will bring all this into focus. Wisdom will come to you in the unlikeliest of sources. A lot of times through failure. When you hit rock bottom, remember this. While you're struggling, rock bottom can also be a great foundation on which to build and on which to grow. I'm not worried that you'll be successful. I'm worried that you won't fail from time to time. Person that gets up off the canvas and keeps growing, that's the person that will continue to grow their influence. Back in the 70s, to help me make this point, 
Let me introduce you to someone. I met the finest woman I'd ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. Back in my day, we'd have called her a brick house. This woman was the finest woman I'd ever seen in my life. There's just one little problem. Back then, ladies didn't like big old linemen. The blind side hadn't come out yet. <laughs> they, they like quarterbacks and running backs. We're at this dance, and I find out her name is Trina Williams from Lompoc, California. And, and we, we're all dancing, and we're, we're just, just excited. And I decide in the middle of dancing with her that I would ask her for her phone number. She, Trina was the first one. Trina was the only woman in college who gave me her real telephone number. <laughs> The next day, we walked to Baskin and Robbins ice cream parlor. My friends couldn't believe it. This has been 40 years ago, and my friends still can't believe it. We go on a second date, and a third date, and a fourth date. Mm-hmm. We drive from Chico to Vallejo so that she could meet my parents. My father meets her. My daddy. My hero. He meets her pulls me to the side and says, is she psycho? But anyway, <laughs> we go together for a year, two years, three years, four years. By now, Trina's a senior in college. I'm still a freshman, but I'm working some things out. <laughs> I'm so glad I graduated in four terms. Nixon, Ford, Carter, Reagan. <laughs> so now it's, it's, it's time to propose. So I talk to her girlfriends and it's California. It's in the 70s, so it has to be outside. You have to have a candle and you have to have... You know, some chocolate. Listen, I'm from the hood. I had a bottle of Boone's Farm wine. That's what I had. She said yes. That was the key. I married the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my life. Y'all ever been to a wedding? And even before the wedding starts, you hear this. How in the world? And it was coming from my side of the family. Hey, I ask y'all one question. A question that I was asked all my life by a third grade dropout. How you living? How you living? Every day ask yourself that question, how you living? Here's, here's what a cook would suggest you to live this way. That you would not judge. That you would show up early. That you'd be kind. That you'd make sure that that servant's town is huge and used. That if you're going to do something, you do it the right way. That, that, that cook would tell you this, that it's never wrong to do the right thing. That how you do anything is how you do everything. And in that way, you will grow your influence to make an impact. In that way, you will honor all those who have gone before you, who have invested in you. Look in those unlikeliest places for wisdom. Enhance your life every day by seeking that wisdom and asking yourself every night, how am I living? May God richly bless y'all. Thank you for having me. Isn't that, great? Isn't that, great? that is a great, great message. Now, I'll tell you, I thank God the day Shirley Patterson was born 88 years ago. She's home right now. As a matter of fact, I think she had a dental appointment earlier this morning. And uh, But she's the joy of my life, and I want to say that to her right now. What a pleasure it is, what a joy it's been, and continues to be, to be married to Shirley. So anyway, do we have some listeners? We do. The phone number is 1-800-345-2621. Give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Let's hear the first one. Hi, my name is Julia, and I'm from Tennessee, and I was just recently turned on to Bot Radio from another friend of mine. 
I have been so enthralled with it. I clean houses so I can turn it on and listen to it while I'm at work. I can listen to it in my car. I'm a big walker, so I listen to it there as well. It's been just so uplifting and wonderful to have everything in one place. And I really just want to thank you so much for providing this because everybody needs this. Everybody needs it. Thank you so much. Uh, Well, thank you, Julia. We all need each other. It's neat to hear from people that just started listening. Let's take another one. My name is Greg. I just wanted to say that when I left the military back in 19... 92, I came back to Kansas City and I was looking for a good Christian station and Bot Radio has been the station that I listen to. And I just want to say I appreciate how much the Lord has used you all to keep giving the ministry to us. Your radio station has been such a blessing to me. Oh, thank you, Craig. Hey, you know, come that, on, let's move ahead to oh, another Okay, one. here's another one. I love to listen to the Bot Boys, Dick Bot and Rich Bot. They are so wonderful. And I'm sorry Mr. Bot wasn't there. I miss either of them when they're away. And Rich did a fabulous job, I think, on the program. He was really caring, and also he hosted that wonderful speech by Senator Langford. It was very, very moving, and of course, we always want to take a stand for life I'm so glad Roe v. Wade was overturned. Yes, thank you for calling. Let's take one more, Rich. we got to move. Yeah, I wanted to call and thank the Bot Radio Network from Memphis, Tennessee. I really appreciate all that you guys do and how you've grown, spreading the Word of God. Helps everybody stay with the faith. And I love your app that you can download, like the radio streaming live and listening on the radio, as well as going to the website. I like how your schedules are laid out. You can always go back and share your schedules, and and uh, all your preachers are wonderful. Love every one of them. So thank you, and keep up the good work. Thank you, my good friend. Listen, Rich, we're out of time. We've got to get out of here. This okay. is Dick Bott with his chapter, The Complete Story, with my son, Rich, and we'll see you later. <laughs>